Hi everybody and welcome back to the Not So Late Show but aka the Never Alone Podcast with me, your host and friend hopefully and thank you for joining me for today's episode. Now I'm in a bit of a weird position and I'll tell you in a minute but thank you for, for, for being here, thank you for joining me, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I'm really excited for this episode because Honestly, actually, there's not much, but what I am going to speak about is really exciting. So, that being said, firstly, self-checking moment, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy, I hope you're taking care of yourself, I hope you're healthy, and I hope you have, or had a beautiful day, you know, but if your day didn't go so swell, it happens to the best of us, and the sun rises again tomorrow, so we go again, we show up, and that's what we do, so... Again, thank you for, for listening. Um, and yeah, okay. I'm going to be very honest now. Now, this is like the first time this has happened to me. And honestly, I'm not that mad or that surprised because it was bound to happen. But I... Mm, I would be lying if I said that this is the first time I'm doing this episode. <laughs> Okay, so let me give you a bit of a backstory before we get into the news. Yesterday, well, more like this morning, like at one o'clock in the morning or twelve o'clock in the morning, I recorded this very episode. Like I recorded this episode, okay, and it was I don't even I didn't even know what it sounded like. I don't know, but I all I know is that I was extremely tired, okay, and then I kind of like not uploaded it, but I don't know, the thing that I record from was doing this thing. So when I finished recording, it was in, it was like loading, you know. So then it was loading and obviously the, the like, the, the, the audio was like 40, was like almost an hour long. So it was taking a bit of time to, to kind of like upload. So then again, I was very tired. So then I was like, okay, I'll just wait. And I kind of just like took, closed my eyes to wait. Next thing, I woke up the next morning at like five o'clock. I'm like, what's happening? And I know that I didn't post the episode. So I I go to switch on my phone. My phone is dead. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I can't do anything. So then I just go back to sleep. And then I was like, like literally, when, only when I woke up this morning at like nine, did I charge my phone to see if, you know, there's this thing like upload. Can I post this episode? And I got my phone and this audio is like nowhere to be found. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I'm like looking for it and I still can't find it. And then I find it, I'm like, okay. And then I click it to upload it again. And now it's like not uploading. So I'm like, I have this hour long audio that just doesn't want to upload. So what now? <laughs> what am I going to do? Because that's basically the episode. Like, that was basically the entire episode. And I was like, hmm, okay. Um, and then I was like, honestly, I was not that mad. Because I was very tired. And I'm being on. I don't really remember a lot of what happened yesterday. I know that sounds weird, okay? But I just don't remember, like, what happened. I'm not saying that something happened. Look, I didn't consume anything. It's just that I was extremely tired. And then I was, when I was recording, I was a bit like woozy. That makes sense. Like I was, my eyes were kind of closing. I was just speaking, whatever. But I just don't remember a lot of yesterday. And I woke up today feeling horrible. Like, you know, when you wake up and your body's just like not agreeing with you, you know, like my back, my back has been sore for who knows how long, but it was just like extra painful today. When I woke up, my head was sore, my nose was running. It was like, uh, not an enjoyable thing to wake up this morning. So even now I feel better, but I just feel bad. Um, so yeah, I'll be lying if I said that this is the first time I'm doing this. And honestly... I even in that episode, um, like that episode is gone. There's no way of like recovering it. So there's not much I can do. Um, even in that episode, I was I said something. 
you know, I said something like, you know, episodes like that have to happen where I'm just like, something's going on, you know, like I was tired, it wasn't the best episode, but the you need it, you need those episodes, you know what I mean, it's part of the journey, it's part of, you know, everything, so I felt like, okay, I was just gonna post it anyway, but then I literally just fell asleep, I fell asleep while it was like uploading, and then it didn't upload fully, because my phone, I think, because I think it interfered because my phone died, and also I didn't save it because I fell asleep, so anyway, that's in the past, we are here now, it is a beautiful but hot day it's it's 11 o'clock now it is so hot i think it's 30 degrees it's gonna be 30 degrees today and like the peak heat will be at like 12 ish maybe one ish and it's yeah i don't do well with heat so i do feel like i'm kind of suffocating in my room but it's fine you know i did minimize my layer of clothing so it's okay. I have a bottle of water to keep hydrated. And then I also have to do a workout today. Oh, and I have tennis practice today as well. But it's fine. Look, we are here now. So let's make the most out of this episode. Then again, I will obviously be, be repeating what I said yesterday. But with a bit more... I don't want to say thought, but like, I'm here. If that makes sense. Like, I am here. Yesterday, I was, like, 30% here. You know, half of me, like, half my brain was asleep. You know, so... Yeah. This is what we're doing now. So, um, it's a new day today. It's gonna be a great episode. We're gonna have fun. Um, and I'm excited. There's so much... No, there's actually not that much, but... There's like only two, three things that I'm going to talk about that I can only like really think of, if that makes sense. But the one thing I talk about is kind of extent, like it, it's quite large. So it's fine. We'll get into it um, very, very soon. So then again, thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's get into the news. <laughs> Okay, so where to begin? I mean, I'm going to talk about something that happened more recently to me. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but Wednesday is has been out on Netflix for a couple of days now, and I finished it two days ago um, at like two o'clock in the morning. Um, all in all... I really enjoyed the show. Now, I must admit that I just didn't think that I would watch the show. You know, watching the show was the last thing that I thought that I would do. And not because, you know, I'm not a fan of, like, Tim Burton or Wednesday or The Addams Family or Jenna Ortega. It's just that for some reason, I just I just thought that I wasn't going to watch, oh, excuse me, the show, you know. But then the one day I was looking for something new... And then, I mean, Netflix was really promoting the show. And it was just, like, everywhere on YouTube, on my feed, on my Explore page. It was just everywhere. So it was really hard to kind of avoid it. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just watch I'll watch Wednesday. And it quickly became an occasion. Okay, I described it as, like, every night it felt like I was having a date with the show. Because every single night I'd be like, oh. I'm gonna watch Wednesday, you know, and it became such a routine for me, but there's also, there was like a good and a bad side to this, okay, this Wednesday coming into my life, the show was a blessing and a curse, okay, the curse was that I found myself falling, um, falling back into old, not so good habits, those habits being that I started sleeping every night after two o'clock in the morning, you know. And I, if you don't know, I used to. I'm a huge series geek and all that stuff. So they are like a huge part of my life. So I always watch them at night. Um, and even Wednesday, I felt like I had to watch at night. I mean, just the whole like tone of the movie. You just have to watch it at night to fully experience it like imagine watching it in broad daylight that was that's like it just doesn't work like don't 
don't know. You know, so I had to make it a point to watch it every single night. And I would, like, watch two episodes every night. Minimum two. I Not one, because then you're like, ah. When I watched two, I felt, you know, satisfied. So two episodes every night. And the first episode was, like, 30-something minutes, I think. But then after that, it was, like, reaching, like, a 48 to, like, 50-something minute um, range. So it's, like, two hours-ish every night. And I, well, the first night I watched, like, four, I think, yeah. But it was really good. Um, the old habits being that, yeah, I started sleeping very late. And I kind of broke that because I've been kind of really prioritizing my sleep as of times. One, because of, you know, the exams and trying to get, you know, good amount of sleep. And it's really, really helped. You know, like, I'll sleep at 10 o'clock, which is kind of early for me, like, 10-ish, and then wake up at, like, 5.30. That's, like, seven hours of sleep. Seven solid hours of sleep, you know? And before that, I would literally go to bed at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, because I've been watch- I just watch series. Um, so now that, like, exams are kind of coming to an end, I'm kind of falling back into sleeping a bit later, you know, and I don't want to, it's just that, just the series, you know, was, was just that good, and I said that, um, sleeping at 2, 2.30 in the morning, you know, but honestly, I would do it again, just for the show, you know, you know what I mean, I would do it over and over again, just for the show, and it did become kind of like a date, I was like, oh, watch Wednesday, have my nice little tea before, and it'll just be like a whole thing, you know, and I had the best time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the unfortunate, but because then I'd like wake up tired, you know, I sleep at like 2.30 in the morning and then I have to wake up at five. That's like two hours of sleep only. Um, but it's okay. You know, I finished watching the show, so I don't have to do that anymore. Sad, but oh, my stomach hurts really badly Mm-hmm. But getting into the show, um, I mean, all I can say is, wow. I mean, we all know Tim Burton is, like, a genius, and Jenna Ortega is phenomenal, and she did an amazing job as Wednesday. You know, a character that has been portrayed in the past quite well by by other people, so for her to kind of, I, I want to say, create her own little iteration and version of Wednesday, but still remaining true to the character was really really good now I must I'm just gonna like disclaim this I am kind of echoing what has already been said but I'm also putting like my thoughts in on it okay because obviously the show's been out for quite some time now you know and I really hope there's a season two um so I'm just gonna like echo a lot of what other people said but what I can say is that there are twists and turns only, like, I said towards the end became, like, my favorite part of the the series. Like, episode, like, six, seven, and eight were my favorite. But that doesn't... What is that? But that doesn't take away from the first five. Because you needed that foundation of the first five to to for the last three to be that good, if that makes sense. Like, you have to have those... Because... I don't know how to explain it, but, like, the first five really set a good, like, okay, this is what we're dealing with, this is what's going on, and then the last couple were, like, there was a lot of action, which is really, really fun, um, but there were so many twists and turns, especially towards the end, you know, I mean, I always, like, I, like, I want to compliment, oh, not that they need this, but, like, the writing and the performances by the actors, and who was the actor who plays Tyler? I think his name is Hunter. Who plays Tyler? Oh my word. Um, yeah, I'll get into him in a second, but he was insane, you know. And I, I said that the contrast from him from episode one to episode eight was insane. You will not believe that this man in episode one is the same guy you see in episode eight, you know, and it just shows like. I don't know, I, I said the other day, I don't know what polarity means, but I, I, 
Yeah, no, I'm not gonna assume that I know what it means, but he did an amazing job. You know what I mean? And it was, oh, it was insane. And I just want to say that Tyler, I don't know what it was about him, but he always seemed unsure of himself. Like, I never saw him, like, speak confidently. Not confidently, but just speak with assurance of what he was going to say. Because he was always like, uh, like, it was like, uh, what if he did that? You know what I mean? It was like this, like, he doesn't know if what he's saying is correct. And he, he, he looked like he wanted to cry all the time. And I was like, obviously, because he lost his mother, so he's probably going through some things, but it was definitely interesting to see, you know, and then again, the contrast from him, episode one to episode eight is insane. Because then he became this, like, kind of like a mastermind type of guy. And I was like, whoa. And I, I remember watching, I want to, was it episode eight or seven? But they were in the police station. And then Wednesday was obviously walking out. And then Tyler wanted to speak with her. And then he asked her, oh, this, was, this scene was insane. He was like, what does it feel like? And then I think she said, what? And then he was like, to lose. And then that's when I knew, oh my word. Oh my word. I was like, wow. And he just became this other, like, other character. And I was like, oh my word. This is brilliant. I was like, this is amazing. I, I got so excited because I was like, Tyler. Tyler. You know? And oh, I love those moments in movies where... It truly shocks you. Like, I like being surprised in movies. Because, obviously, especially with a show like this, it was very, like, a murder investigation. So, you're trying to put things together, figure things out. And I obviously had my assumptions and suspicions or my suspects of who's what. But for my world to just get flipped upside down like that, oh, when a show does that, it's, oh, it is amazing. So... When I saw that, I was like, oh, my soul. And it was just, uh, Wednesday was like, it's interesting because then again, echoing Jenna Ortega's like performance and her as Wednesday is phenomenal. She's very emotionless, you know, so you would think she didn't show any emotion, but you could see in her face. I don't know. It was like those, it was those slight movements of the eyebrow, the eye, maybe the mouth. I think I'm going to sneeze out. <sighs> Bless me. So those slight movies made already said so much. So you could see that she was surprised, but not by being like <gasps> more like, you know, a little faint movement in the face show that she was kind of, you know, surprised and taken aback by this this whole thing because she played him, you know? And she obviously doesn't like that. So oh just gold. Just gold. And speaking of Jenna Ortega as Wednesday, oh, once again, amazing. And I think especially for this generation who are like born more like after 2012 or something, to have Jenna Ortega as your Wednesday is a blessing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for maybe older people, older generations, it was Christina. And then now we have this. And there's obviously been, like, cartoon interpretations of of her as well. I think, yeah, there's one. But to have Jenna Ortega as, like, the present one, I think, is really, really cool. Um, I was going to say something now. Oh, yeah, with her performance. I think it's really interesting because, well, from what I've seen, we've never really seen Wednesday as, like, a main character you know like the whole show is based around her and the people obviously involved but it's about Wednesday you know so it was different and new but really exciting to see Wednesday as a person like it's interesting because I, I want to say she has a personality but she doesn't but she does because in previous like whatever she's always been like um I don't know what they call like a side character. She's been the one-liner girl who's funny and very blunt and dry. But now we see her have kind of like a 
um, I don't not a backbone, but there's some substance, I guess, to her now because now she's in high school, she's a teenager. You know, she goes through teenage things. Well, I don't know, but um, it's very different to what's been done before. And obviously, you know, taking your hat, taking my hat off to Jenna for portraying such a already already you know famously known character and kind of putting her own spit on it in an authentic way, but still kind of remaining true to Wednesday as a character. Um, and I think that was really well done. Then again, look, I'm not a film analysis. I, I, I'm not like those people who break down movies on YouTube. Um, I just speak from, you know, my experience and stuff like that. So then again, Jenna was amazing. I literally wrote in my book. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I wrote in my book. I said here, Jenna as Wednesday equals phenomenal, but dot, dot, dot. Okay, there is a but. Now, don't bash me. I'm not going to, like, discredit her performances Wednesday. But there was just something about her that... You know, Wednesday... Okay, this is very tricky. <laughs> Even yesterday, I tried to explain this, but it was really hard. There's something about Wednesday, okay? That is very, like... Ooh. You know, you're getting, like, a, a spooky vibe from her. But it's also, like... Oh, okay... She is dry, obviously. But then, with Jenna as Wednesday, I'm not going, ooh. I'm going, aww. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, because Jenna has, like, such, I don't know, something about Wednesday. Which she's just really cute and cuddly. Like, you see Jenna's face, and I'm like, aww. Instead of being like, ooh, Wednesday. I'm like, aww, Wednesday. You know what I mean? And from me like my experience it did take away from like the spooky element or scary element of Wednesday so but there were definitely moments where I was like oh okay that was that was dark <laughs> that was dry and that was like you know prime Wednesday but still like if you see her face you know and it's so weird because Jenna Ortega is older than me and here I am talking like she's 15 years old you know but she has such like a a cute face that I couldn't, to an extent, sometimes I couldn't take her seriously, if that makes sense. Like, when, if there were times in the movie that should have been really like, whoa, I wouldn't be woed, if that, if that makes sense, because I just see Jenna's face and I'm like, oh, instead of, you know, like, whoa. I mean, there were definitely some moments where I was like, yeah, this is Wednesday. Where her face is just like unfazed, you know. And then again, I'm not discrediting from Jenna Ortega's performance. It was amazing, but there was her face. Just I don't know what it was. Sometimes I couldn't take it seriously, and it sucks because I mean, obviously there were times where I was like, "Whoa," kind of spooked. But a lot of the time, I couldn't take it seriously because of her face, um, and that sucks. But then again. She did really well. Um, and then again, this generation is blessed to have Jenna Ortega. Um, what else was I going to say? Enid. Oh, I love Enid. And I really liked her, I think it's called her arc throughout the series. You know? And how, you know, her whole wolfing out journey. You know, and her relationship with... I loved Enid things and... And Wednesday's dynamic. That was really, really fun to see. Um, and just Enid, Enid's journey. I loved her journey. I don't want to speak about it too much. Because you just have to watch the show. But her journey to kind of... From like, you know, confronting... Her, not confronting her parents. But just telling her parents, you know, like this, this, this. And stuff like that. And just, you know, coming into her own. And doing doing her. Doing Enid. I loved her journey. And towards the end when she wolfed out to, to save, I keep saying Jenna, but to save Wednesday was amazing. A good little, um, a top off? Is that okay? But y'all, the end was, the end was intense. Like the end was so action packed that I was like, whoa. 
you know, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, who else? Yeah, uh, Xavier. I didn't really speak about Xavier because he was just this guy going through his own thing. Um, but yeah, I want to say the music was really was beautiful and very fitting. And I noticed that it was very, a lot of it was, how do I say this, like, it, I don't want to say foreign, but there was definitely a diverse, you know, choice of music, but it just made sense. I don't know, but like, I don't want to assume certain languages, but there was different, different um, languages and cultures of music, but they were so fitting that I was, I didn't question it at all. And with, honestly, without the, that music, the show, excuse me, wouldn't be what it was, you know? Because I'm just trying to think now, if the show didn't have that music, it would just be like this dull, mm, dull thing. But, oh, my stomach hurts really badly. I did not need this now. Anyway, but all in all, if you haven't watched it already, I mean, even if you, like... I was familiar with Wednesday, but I didn't, I wasn't, like, obsessed with her. You know what I mean? I didn't quote her every single time. I didn't, you know, you know, analyze her that deeply. I was aware of the Adams family, but I didn't really, like, you know. So, even if you if you haven't watched it before, you don't know what's cooking, you don't know what's going on, this show is perfect for you. And I said that it was such... An adventure, you know what I mean, which I enjoyed so much. Like, oh, it was like a roller coaster. You know, there was some happy moments, there was some sad moments, there was some heartfelt moments, there was some oh, it was such a journey and an adventure that it was just so fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like, you know what something's nice to watch, and you're like, oh, I just felt so. How can I say so content towards the end? And I was like, mm, yes, yes. I, I don't know why, but I just felt so, like, whole and complete by the end of this, this series. Obviously, I wanted there to be, like, a season two and stuff like that. And I think they did set that potential up really well. But I would be more fascinated to know where that will go, you know. But it was just such an adventure that I was like, this is amazing. And I really love the principal, Principal Weems. Oh, I love her. And, you know, also Bianca. Bianca's arc was interesting. Um, and it was only, it was very little. So I would love to see them explore the other characters a little bit. But then again, it is a show called Wednesday. So it's like, how far are you going to take that? You know what I mean? But, yeah. One of my favorite scenes actually is when when thing almost died that was kind of crazy because that's when wednesday was really emotional like you saw her cry actually have some emotion and i think that was very very powerful to know that she is capable of that but also it's like that's not who she is but it's like anyway that scene was very very powerful i enjoyed that scene a lot i'm trying to think what other scene i liked also, her dance, then again, I'm just echoing um, what she said in the past, but, like, that dance, I was very fascinated. You know, I was more, like, interested. I was like, okay, okay, oh. You know, the dance really took me by surprise, but it was so Wednesday, if that made sense. Like, I wouldn't expect anything else from her. So that dance was so fitting, and then obviously to... To find out that Jenna choreographed that herself makes it that much more impressive and kind of shows how, how much she knew the character and invested her time in it to the point where she could do a whole dance that was specifically Wednesday. And that says so much about her as an artist, as an act actress. So um, it was just really... I was really like interest I was like really fascinated to see I was like oh and there's always something new I didn't it was very what is the term it was very 
not spontaneous, but unexpe- unexpected, if that makes sense. And I love that about it. That's it's it's so Wednesday. It was very, very fitting. So yeah, and obviously we know Tim Burton is a genius. We don't have to we don't have to go about that. And also the visuals, goodness me. Oh my soul. Every shot and scene had like an intention and purpose and you could feel that through the screen and I just love I mean the most well, I don't know if it was obvious, but the most obvious one was like the polarity between I'm saying polarity like I know what it means but with Enid with Enid and um and what's it Wednesday's room obviously Enid was colorful Wednesday was a bit monotone with a black thing and then their window was also separated that was very like basic but I still loved how that looked you know at a point I thought because every time Enid and whatever Enid and Wednesday spoke they were always in line with that window you know with Wednesday being on her colorless side and Enid on her side which says so much but for some reason I thought throughout the series that they would switch for some reason. But then there was an element of that where when 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 what? When Wednesday had like a fight with Enid or Wednesday came back, she sat by the window, but she sat in the middle of the window. Which already says so much. Um you know what I mean? But for some reason I thought they were just gonna like or oh, we or we were gonna find Wednesday on the colourful side. You know what I mean? Of the the window. It's a very... What is the term? You have to, like, interpret it in a way. But the fact that when Wednesday... I remember she came into the their dorm and then she sat in the middle. And that was very interesting to see. I really liked that. So the visuals were phenomenal. And how everything was shot. Oh, oh, you know what I mean? And speaking of, like, visuals, Wednesday was Loki styling. You know what I mean? I didn't know Wednesday had such a fashion sense. So I remember she wore this thing. I think she was she was wearing these boots. I want Sorry. I want to say Doc Martens, but they weren't Doc Martens. They were these other high-top boots. And then she would wear these black trousers. And then she would wear this sweater that was, like, not white, but beige and black. And then she would wear this oversized button-up shirt and I was like whoa this fashion week like what's going on and I mean I think wardrobe did a good job by not over blah, 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 but they did want to make a point like okay look Wednesday she's got some sense she's got some fashion sense but also not overdoing it in a sense and I think they did that really well but she was like Loki styling her outfits I mean, hello. <laughs> you know, I would I would look at her and be like, oh, oh whoa. You know, but definitely staying with monotone colours like black and grey and all that. So all in all, a great show. And as I said, if you haven't watched it already, go watch it. It's super fun. Then again an adventure. You go on a bit of a roller coaster ride. And who doesn't like roller coaster? I mean, unless you don't, then that's unfortunate. But no, it's a really good show. I think what makes it so nice is that everyone can enjoy it. Even me, as I said, I, didn't, I did not expect to watch this at all. Um, but as someone who isn't as familiar with Wednesday, I enjoyed the show so much. And I hope there's a season two. Because I'm just more interested to see what they will do. Do in season two are we gonna continue with the whole hide thing like what's that gonna look like i hope they bring because principal weems is dead i hope they bring her back somehow um and just how that's gonna look yeah so that's kind of that finished moving on to more sports i mean it wouldn't even be a not so late show if I didn't talk about this thing. This thing being Formula One. <laughs> it wouldn't be like I just I have to talk about Formula One, you know. So the big news, the big 
whoa, 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 is my favorite. Oh, Daniel Ricardo has moved to Red Bull. Not wait, has returned to Red Bull as their third and reserve driver for 2023. Now, when I found this out, I was, I don't know why, I think I was way too excited, more excited than I should have been, because he's not going to be racing, but I think it made me really happy to know that he was just going to be there, you know what I mean, and that he is somewhere, you know, like, he has a place um, somewhere, so I remember reading this, and I was like, I went insane, I was like, oh my word, and I screamed, I was like, oh my word, this is so nice, but then I'm going, I have this weird thing, right, so, I love Daniel Ricciardo, we know this, I admire him so much, and then we have Red Bull, who I don't hate, but I don't really like, and there's no reason for me to not like them, or to hate them, I just get this this energy, you know, me and Christian have this, you know, weird relationship where I'm like, I don't hate you, but you're not my favorite either, if that makes sense. So, for someone who I admire a lot and, you know, support and like, to join a team where I'm like, meh on, is very confusing, because it's like, I support Daniel Ricciardo, so does that mean I support Red Bull? And it's like... I don't know, I don't, I don't know, you know, but I, I support drivers personally, um, so, I don't know, this is like a weird thing, um, but yeah, he's not gonna be racing, he's just gonna be, they said they're gonna use, he's good for media and stuff like that, but I hate that people are using Daniel, that if that's, like, your, your aim is just to use him, then it's like, no, and I think the the Pit Stop podcast, I love them so much, they spoke about this kind of briefly where they were like, okay, Daniel going to Red Bull as a reserve, and then Christian said in an interview that he's good for like media or other, other stuff outside of the racing, and then I think the people in the, post, the Pit Stop podcast said something like, so would you rather join a team like Red Bull or something as someone who's mostly good for promotional stuff and you know advertising and media or would you rather be in another team where you will race you know they said something like that but don't quote me just listen to the episode I think it was an episode they've called like our first season in Formula One um and that was very interesting because it's like, I don't think it's even fair to him to just use him for his face. Because we know a lot of people love Daniel Ricciardo. So just to use him as like a, a like a product, you know what I mean? It's kind of not fair, but I hope that he gets to ri- driving soon because he is an amazing, talented driver. And he has showcased that in the past, so... Yeah, I said somewhere that I'm just glad he didn't, like, go to Haas or something. I'm not saying Haas is, like, whatever. But, yeah, anyway. All in all, happy for Daniel. I'm happy. I think by watching the videos, you could see that he was happy. So, I'm happy that he's happy, you know. And who knows what's going to happen next season with the whole Checo and Max dynamic. Um, Maybe we'll see... Daniel drive a couple of circuits, a couple of Grand Prix's um, sometimes, so who knows? Who knows what the future brings? But it's so weird to think that we'll only be watching Formula 1 again in Feb, I think. And also me, I'm kind of new to the sport, but I've said it in the past that I'm not like a full... To be like a full... You know, well, that's kind of tough. To be like a full fan of the thing, I think you have to be in the sport or following the sport for like three plus years to kind of know these drivers and be like, oh, I remember like two years ago you did this. And to really be invested in the sport, you have to be watching it for quite some time or really immerse yourself in it. Like, for example, the Pit Stop podcast, the hosts, 
I'm scared I'll get their names wrong. I know one is Fabio. The other one, I don't want to butcher his name and say Jack. But um, they, this is their first season of Formula One. And look at what they have accomplished. But they are a Formula One specific podcast. And you can see like the past year that they have really kind of devoted their time into Formula One and learning. And, you know, so if you really invest yourself and immerse yourself in into something um, very like specific then you can be a fan but uh, I also think you do need to watch the the people for a very long time like for me if I watch tennis it's like I've been playing tennis my whole life you know I watched it for the longest time so I know like what 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 you know but because I've been in it for years but like with Formula One it's only been like two years now that I watched it maybe a year and a half um but I just find it very interesting. I just think it is such it's just a very interesting sport um for me. You know, and I admire the athletes and what they do day in, day out to um with the sport. I think it's really, really cool. So that is my take on that. And honestly, that is all that I've written in my in my book. But what I will say a little bit is, um, ooh, well, okay. So, Davis Cup, Canada won the Davis Cup, which is really exciting and really cool. But I, I know there's Felix, there's Dennis Shapovalov, there's um, Vasek Pospisil, and that's all I know in that team. Um, that is a very good team and a lot of like power and potential, you know. And Felix has had a, like a really good last few months, so he's been on form. Dennis is Dennis Shapovalov is very unpredictable. Let me say that, but he is a really good player. I don't know where I stand with him. I don't hate him. But it's not my favorite either. So we're very like neutral. We've got nothing against the guy. Um, but I support Felix. So to see him kind of do well and all his hard work go go like, you know, serve him in a good way is really exciting. So that's exciting for them. And also the World Cup is in progress. Um we're kind of getting into like the interesting bits now. Like we're getting we're going into the knockout stages where the stakes are a little bit higher. You know what I mean? And I think yesterday or two days ago, Portugal had a nice win against Uruguay. We saw Mexi come in clutch for Mexi not Mexi. Messi come in clutch for Argentina against Mexico. Um who else? Who else? Who else? England have uh, had a draw with USA. You know, I mean, then again, it's really tricky because there are some players, like I am a Manchester United fan, okay? But there are some players that I do support. But then does that mean I support the nationality? You know what I mean? It's like, for instance, I like Marcus Rashford, you know? And he, because he's in Man United as well, and he... um. He he plays for England. So do I just like indirectly support England? Also Jude Bellingham, who is basically like the love of my life. Do I support England because I support him? You know, you know what I mean? I'm joking, by the way. But it's also insane that Jude Bellingham is 19 years old. It's a weird thing because he doesn't look 19, but he does at the same time. Like he would, I would go as far as saying 21, that's as far, but he just doesn't look, you just wouldn't believe that he's 19, but he looks like 19, he looks 20 to me, 21, not 19, but anyway, he's very young, and he's a, a talented athlete and player, um, so it's a very different, it's a very interesting thing, but yeah, who knows what will happen, <sighs> Excuse me, who knows? I think it's very exciting. It's getting really exciting. And it's so nice to see, like, the passion. And that's what's so beautiful about sport. 
I think it's just the passion because it's like you don't have to do this like you you don't have to play the sport but you love it and that's why you do it you know so that's basically all that I've got for you okay um but there was something I wanted to talk about it's very random though um oh <laughs> oh this is a random story but yesterday um so the day i finished watching wednesday i went to sleep at like 2 30 in the morning you know and i didn't have to go to school tomorrow the next day so it was fine that i did that so i'd wake up when my body wakes up um so i went to sleep at 2 30 and then my mom barges in and she goes she like taps me and i'm like yes <laughs> and then she goes there's no electricity and i'm like oh and then she was like why didn't you tell me we the the electricity was low and i was like oh i i didn't know i didn't know it was low and at the time it was load shedding but she was like there's no electricity and we need electricity for the geezer for whatever whatever and i was like oh okay and then she was like do you have data and i was like no I, I don't know mind you at this point i'm basically half dead i don't know what's going on my one eye is open my other eye is closed and my mom is literally shining a flash in my face you know when like someone comes in and they just like shine the flash in your face and you're like whoa 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 and i was just so confused that um <laughs> she came in and then she asked me these questions and i was like oh, and then she's like please hotspot me and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even know how much data I had left. I had like 30 megabytes. And then I hotspotted her and I just like fell asleep. I don't know what happened. I just like, my head hit the pillow. And I fell asleep. And then she sat on my bed. And she was there for like 10 minutes buying electricity. And then I think she left. But for some reason, that whole like scenario didn't feel real. But I know it was real, but it just didn't feel real. Like I was hardly conscious i didn't know what was going on and she was just asking me with questions and i was like what like what and i just thought that was very funny um <laughs> i don't know why i thought that was funny but um <sighs> why am i yawning it is literally 12 o'clock in the afternoon and i'm yawning um oh yesterday was yesterday was hmm yesterday was an emotional day okay and yesterday was like the official like this was like it the official end of like my high school hockey chapter you know what i mean and i say official because when we played like our last game it was over, but it wasn't really over because we would still, like, play with each other, see each other occasionally, you know. So it wasn't, like, over, but we had our hockey year-end function. Um, and that is, like, that is when you know, okay, this is it. You know, it's the end. And it was really emotional, you know what I mean? And I don't know if I've said this, but if you want to see more, okay... On my Insta on the podcast Instagram, I did an Instagram live when I was making bracelets and I talked about it then, but I will say it here is that I wanted okay. Oh. <laughs> I sound like a broken record, it's actually annoying, but just to be give you a bit of context, right? You guys know my hockey journey, okay? If you're new and you have no clue, okay. But there are episodes that say, um, if you want to know, but hockey has been a very important role has played an important role in my life and not just as like a player and athlete but mostly personally you know it has been one of the greatest joys in my life and I've definitely learned a lot from the sport and the people around me but just this the solemn act of playing hockey was bigger than you know okay so I was like, I want to do something, you know? And then I was like, what if I make something for everyone? Or it first started with like the seniors, my fellow seniors who are the ones leaving. 
um, it's only three of us, so I was like, what if I make something for my seniors, and we just have something together that I think will be really, really special, so I was like, what, what am I going to do though, and I was like, um, I can make bracelets for all of us, and if you don't know, now you know, I'm a huge, like, bracelet person, or I love little, like, arts and crafts type things, so, I'm wearing one of my bracelets now that I just make for fun because it's it's actually very therapeutic, you know, because it takes a lot of like, I don't want to say focus, but it's very time consuming, but it's very therapeutic in a weird way. So I love making bracelets. I was like, what if I make bracelets for my seniors? And I was like, oh, that's so nice. So that's what I was going to do. Okay. And then obviously at the back of my mind, the idea came to me. Ooh, I can make for everyone, but I was like, no, that's going to take too long. So then the one day I'm writing my Afrikaans paper two, and I was kind of flying through the paper, not saying that I knew all the answers, but it was just like one, one mark questions. And then um, I just caught myself thinking about these bracelets again. And I was like, wait, maybe I should make for everyone because I didn't want people to feel excluded you know, like, I just give braces to us three, but I wanted everyone to have one because, honestly, every single person in that team played, had an effect on me. Whether they know it or not, just either being around them or just talking to them and learning from them, all of them, I learned something from them, and I'm grateful for that and just for them as people so I was like I want to make something for everyone and I literally I kid you not spoke had like an inner dialogue with myself for 15 minutes like debating should I make it for everyone or should I just leave it because after that exam I was either gonna go to the bead shop and buy more beads string and different different things in order to make for everyone but then if I decided not to make for everyone then I wasn't going to go to the beach shop. So I was like, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? It's going to take too much time. Or oh, it's not going to take too much time. I want everyone to be included. But I don't want to like, oh, I was like going insane. I was like, I don't know. And then I kind of caught myself and I was like, oh, I should probably just answer this paper. So I wrote the paper and then I'll just catch myself again being like, what am I going to do? So then I kind of came to the conclusion. No, I was like, I'm being lazy <laughs> and saying that, all of these people on this team meant so much to me and I want to do something to show my appreciation and gratitude towards them. Even though just a small bracelet won't, doesn't even equate, you know, is that a word? Equate, doesn't equal, <laughs> um, you know, what they've done. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So literally afterwards, my friend and I, we walked to the beach shop and I think the fact that he came with me kind of, pushed me to actually do it in a way so we went to the bead shop and I got the beads and I was like okay I've got a lot of work to do this weekend because that weekend was the weekend I was going to make all of them um and I literally made 10 bracelets in a day and I had to make 14 overall and it took me like two hours, maybe two, two and a half hours. But it was really, it was a nice little moment. Like I'm looking at my little station now. I kind of called it like my studio, <laughs> like my studio, because I had, I had like my beads and the glue. And then like, oh, and then I had like, I was watching Wings Club as well. And then I'd listen to a podcast, listen to some music. I listened to the one night I remember I made like four four more, it was literally 12 o'clock at night, and I sat on my bed listening to Stormzy's new album, and it was just, like, such a moment, you know, just, it was very, like, I was just me in my room making beat, making bracelets, and I had never been happier, you know, so I made everyone bracelets, um, with their initials, or what they, what we call them, because I thought, I don't know, I just, I thought the idea of having something that connects us all and that we all have together felt right and really special to me because this group that we had this year was really, really special. And I think we got lucky because we all genuinely got along 
and actually liked each other because believe it or not usually there is always this there's always something in a group maybe this person is just always doesn't like this person or maybe this person is always bumping heads with this person there's always something but honestly in our group I mean I'll be lying if I said there was there weren't some difficult times but that's obviously what kind of strengthened our bond because it didn't even become more it wasn't even like a group of friends anymore it was like a family where we would tell each other everything where we would rely on each other especially in moments of difficulty after matches in our personalized lives I know it sounds it sounds so dumb like that you might think this is only a hockey team but it means so much more than that and I don't want to be that person but if you are not in a sport now this is a team sport if you're not in a sport then you wouldn't completely fully understand that relationship in a team and the trust that it requires you know what I mean so I'm just really grateful and then even yesterday the function was yesterday um we had to do speeches now I am not a great speaker well in front of people you know and I obviously want to improve that but I wanted to give everyone this and obviously I gave our seniors like a little bag with like I wrote them a note like a letter and then I gave them a bracelet and a chocolate for both of them and I remember doing this speech and I I was so I was mad afterwards because I didn't get to say what I wanted to say um because I just ended up like crying <laughs> I ended up tearing and then my when I stopped like crying my voice goes <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't like speak so then I just like cut it short because my words were not coming out and I started tearing up and I was like whoa and I didn't expect to cry while speaking so that was really hard but I gave them that and it was just like a very wholesome evening you know and to get a bit deep um I'm not great with emotions, you know what I mean? I'm not, it's really tricky for me to kind of feel my emotions. You know, I know it sounds pretty dumb, but I do, and I think it comes from also me because I do suppress a lot of what I'm feeling or thinking a lot, but I'm just not good at kind of feeling, if that makes sense, and kind of being in my emotions. And crying is one of those things you know I don't cry for like other like meh stuff you know and if you would if you do catch me crying then the thing that I'm crying for must have meant a lot or it must have been really special that it made me cry you know what I mean and if I can think I haven't cried in like months you know like months I haven't cried but I oh yeah because I cried in our last game and our second last game. Um, yeah, and then I cried it this evening. And I just find it, for me, it's re- I just find it hard to be emotional. I don't know why, but that's just like something that I go through. And it makes me sometimes, I go like, do I have like a, like a stone heart? Do I have like a cold heart? Because I just don't cry for stuff. And it's like one of those things where like, let's say your friend is crying. My reaction is like I don't know what to do you know and I don't you know I don't know it's really tricky but yeah so cried yesterday and then I remember going going into the car and just being like I don't know I just felt it was fine and then I kind of stopped crying and then out of literally out of nowhere now this took me by surprise I just I remember the song Young Dumb and Broke by Khalid was playing in the car on 5FM and this wave of emotion just like took over me and I just like I just broke down you know and I could there wasn't even time to suppress that that like emotion and feeling because out of nowhere, my eye, like, I just, like, broke down. I'm not like, uh, but my eyes just started, like, watering. And I just, like, you know, tilted my head. And I just, like, had a moment where I just started crying out of nowhere. And I never, like, 
experienced anything like that before, you know? So that was very, it was weird. And I remember I, I like bowed my head. I just like tilted my head down for like two minutes and just like tears were coming and there was no stopping them. I couldn't stop them. You know, they were just coming down and I was like, whoa. And then I kind of like not snapped out of it, but then my mom called me and I was like, whoa. It was like I was I was like in a state. And I think in a way that had to happen for me to because that that was like the only moment, <clears throat> one of the moments where I really like felt I know it sounds so cheesy, but where I really like also kind of allowed myself to feel this emotion, to feel that I am sad that this is coming to an end. I am gonna miss these people, I you know, but it's also you know, kind of like tears of, you know, love in a sense, because, what was I going to say? I kind of lost my train of thought now. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that was really, it was something. It was really something. And then I came home, and I was really tired for some reason. I don't know what was going on. But it's just one of, I don't know, I'd never, like, it was definitely something new for me. Um, and I don't know, I just find it very tricky. Emotions are not my strong suit, you know. But I don't know how you, like, deal with that. And I think, obviously, the first, like, I think the first thing is to know that I am aware of it. Like, I am aware that I struggle. I mean, I cry in TV shows, I cry in movies and all that stuff, but real life stuff don't make me cry. I don't know what it is, but they just don't, they don't do it for me, you know? Then again, I haven't cried in months, you know? So, yeah. But then again, how can you not cry for something that has played such a massive role in your life and, you know, really made you the person that you are today. Because, honestly, if I didn't play hockey this season or last year, this year or last year, I wouldn't, oh, my word. (laughs) I don't even want to know where I would be or how I would look, to be honest. Because um, I know it sounds dramatic, but I'm being dead serious in a sense that you know, this, this, like, journey and chapter has made me the person I am today, and I couldn't be more satisfied and happy with who I am today, and I have this sport, you know, and these one, wonderful people I'm so lucky to call, like, my second family, um, to thank for that, and I, I was, yesterday was a lot of, I said I was, like, just overcome with gratitude for this experience and these people, you know, because it's, it's like, I, oh, I was washing the dishes yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, it's one of those relationships. That's why I say it's family where you don't have to talk to each other every single day. You don't have to, you know, see each other every single day. You might not, you know, talk here and there. You talk a little bit. But knowing that this person has your back and they support you and they are there for you and that they care for you is is already enough, you know, and then again, it's like a family, like, I don't talk to my family every single day, well, like, like, my family in, let's say, in the Eastern Cape, I don't talk to them every single day, we don't chat, we don't see each other every single day, but there is always that love for each other, and that care for one another, that I think will not ever go away, because I don't think, I don't know, I mean, it depends on, like, where in life we go, but... I just don't think, because this definitely left a massive, like, print on me, if that made sense. Like, I truly think I won't forget this ever. And I have things to remind me of this mo- these, these mo- those moments, but all in all, I don't think I'll forget. So, you know, we don't talk every day, but we, there is that mutual love for each other that will always be there. And just that constant support. You know, I think that's what makes us a family and what makes it so, so special. So, yeah, I mean, if you're, it's really tricky 
to understand what I just said if you're not fully involved in a community. I don't want to say sport, but in a community, you know, and more specifically, a a team sport. Because it does become your family. You experience things together, you share moments together that only you guys have and no one else. And I think that's very special. So, yeah. I just love the whole bracelets thing. I think it's so cool. And I was saying that, you know, I don't know everyone's like bracelet size. I don't know everyone's like wrist sizes. So whether the bracelet fits or not, whatever. But the fact that they have that, I just wanted them to have it. To be like, oh yeah, this this person gave me this because of the yeah, whoa, 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 whatever, whatever. You know, I think that's that's really so cool. And I love the little gifts, little crafty stuff. I think they're fun. And I've been making bracelets actually for quite some time. And people have told me you should like sell them. And I'm like, the moment, the moment it becomes like business oriented or money gets involved, I don't want to touch it. Because then I feel like I have to do it. You know, like, then I'm, like, not having fun. It's more like, ugh, I have to do this. Kind of like this podcast, in a sense. You know, I'm just trying to think now. If someone were to say, you have to record this, this, this. I'd be like, um... Because I don't like being forced to do something that I love. I would more just want to do it on my own. Because I want to do it. Like, these bracelets, they're just so fun to make that I just want to do it, you know, so as, as soon as, like, business gets involved, I'm like, oh, oh, you know, but yeah, that's what I've got to say this episode, honestly, um, I've got, like, 40 seconds to say stuff, so once again, thank you for listening to today's episode, I really appreciate it more than you know, <laughs> and obviously, if you made it thus far into the episode, you're a real one, I appreciate you, I thank you, and I'm so, so grateful for you more than you know. Maybe I'll make you braces one day. But um, that's all I've got to say. Mwah, mwah. Hugs and kisses all around, always. And I will see you on the next one. Bye. I'm going to have ice cream now. <laughs>